Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tonight, Occupy Bank of Ghana, NDC and its minority in parliament issues 21-day ultimatum to the governor of the central bank to resign or face a series of political actions to force him out. We in the NDC call for the resignation, immediate resignation of the governor of the central bank and his deputies within 21 days from today. We are resolved to embark on popular action to occupy the central bank and drive out the team of inept Carlos and criminally minded mismanagers. We hear from the Bank of Ghana as they insist they are not to blame for the unprecedented 60.8 billion CD loss. You cannot say that the domestic debt exchange um, has not had any impact. It's purely a domestic debt exchange impact on our balance sheet. Yes, of course, there were other things, but those other things were very minor on our balance sheet. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Tonight, the governor of the Bank of Ghana has 21 days to resign or face a series of political actions to force him out. That is the ultimatum issued today by the NDC minority in parliament to Dr. Ennis Addison and his two deputies for superintending over the unprecedented 60.8 billion CD loss last year. Speaking at the news conference, minority leader Dr. Keselata Forsing announced that if the Bank of Ghana governor and his deputies do not resign, they will mobilize concerned Ghanaians to occupy the central bank. It is, however, our position that we have sold recklessly, the government of Ghana has sold recklessly mismanaged the central bank and brought it to its nails and cannot remain at the, affair, at, uh, at the helm of affairs of the bank without being held accountable. Those who have 
led this reckless and criminal conduct unleash economic hardship and financial distress on the suffering uh, on the suffering people of Ghana must be held accountable on this particular action. In fact, impunity of the highest order can no longer be tolerated by the suffering masses of Ghanaians. We must not allow this dangerous precedent to be set for future leaders. In this regard, we in the NDC call for the resignation, immediate resignation of the governor of the central bank and his deputies within 21 days from today. We are resolved to embark on popular action to occupy the central bank and drive out the team of inept, callous, and criminally minded mismanagers of, of our finances to save the Bank of Ghana. What we will do is that the march will ensure accountability. Colleagues, the march to ensure accountability will begin in 21 days if the governor of the Bank of Ghana does not do the needful and pack bag and baggages out of that sacred institute, institution that he has unfortunately mismanaged. Dr. Ernest Addison and his deputies must go. There has to be an end to this impunity now. Fellow countrymen and women, let us arise and save the Bank of Ghana. This is the only bank we have that belongs to us directly. The central bank has a big role to play. We cannot allow the Bank of Ghana to be managed and be drawn to this level. We call on all of you that if the governor fails to act, by resigning, you join us to march to occupy the Bank of Ghana in 21 days' time to force him out and to force his deputies out because we cannot allow this to continue. Arise for Ghana. Fellow countrymen and women, arise for Ghana. Parliamentary correspondent Kweku Asante was listening in uh, to that conversation, that press conference, and joins me in the studio. Kweku, uh, they put out some details to justify this particular call. What are these? So the minority leader goes into the financial statement that was published by the Bank of Ghana. They talk about the huge expenses that were made by the Bank of Ghana for computer expenses, for travel expenses, to buy watches, to give allowances to directors of the bank. They say that this point to the fact that the Bank of Ghana's, the, the governor and his deputies were out there to mismanage the central bank finances and they do not deserve to stay in that bank a day longer. We in the NDC saw the red flags and have consistently warned of the mismanagement of the financial sector by the governor of the central bank and his team of incompetent deputies. This mismanagement was anchored on the jaundice supervision by Alaji Dr. Mahmoud Ubawumia, the Vice President of the Republic of Ghana, who is the brain behind the MPP's economic mismanagement team. This report depicted the catastrophic decline of the Central Bank of Ghana into a bottomless pit. The report revealed the following astonishing facts. One, the Bank of Ghana recorded a staggering loss of 60.8 billion Ghana cities, which is equivalent of 6 billion US dollars. This is twice the amount we are to receive from the recent IMF bailout. 60 billion Ghana cities, representing 6 billion US dollars. 
meaning this is twice the amount we'll be asking the IMF to give to us. Countless occasions that the Bank of Ghana has been on a dangerous trajectory, and indeed, it has now become a crime scene with the dire consequences for us all. Fellow countrymen and women, after the inept and cruelest finance minister overborrowed and got Ghana locked out of the capital market due to our unsustainable debt obligations, the NPP government chose the easy, reckless, lazy, and criminal part of printing money. Dr. Ernest Addison, who is now known as the printer of money, has conspired with members of economic mismanagement team, led by Alaji Dr. Bawumia and the elect inept finance minister Ken Oforiata, aka One Program, One Bond, to destroy Ghana's central bank. After this dastardly act of overlending to the government by the central bank, the then, they then proceeded to do the unthinkable. And the unthinkable is to write off a hoping 48.4 billion Ghana cities, about half of Ghana's government indebtedness to the central bank without parliamentary approval. This is illegal and criminal, and the NDC members of parliament will not allow this to pass. In fact, we will resist this. On directed, director's remuneration alone, this represents about 87% increase over the previous year's expenditure. Director's remuneration. 8.6 million Ghana cities. If you are to compare this to the previous year, this represents 87% increase over the previous year. This simply means that Ghanaians were charged a mismanagement fee to deliver the collapse of the central bank. The Bank of Ghana further claimed to have spent a colossal 357.9 million Ghana cities on banking supervision expenses for the year 2022 alone. The report further disclosed that the Bank of Ghana spent a whopping 67.9 million Ghana cities on computers, computers expenses alone, whilst communication expenses also amounted to 32 million Ghana cities. Communication alone, just to meet the press, they spent 32 million Ghana cities for one year, the year 2022. The report further disclosed that an undisclosed expense of 287.8 million Ghana cities was paid, undisclosed. They also made this vote-buying allegation that the Bank of Ghana may be complicit in this. In fact, they insist that if you look at how government is planning to wipe off this debt of Bank of Ghana's books, it appears these monies are being packed by government appointees ahead of that 2024 election and that they would not be surprised if some of these key persons all rear their heads ahead of the election to contest either for parliament or for the presidency. It is important to state that the governor of the Bank of Ghana breached section 37 of the Bank of Ghana Act 2012, uh, 20, 2012 Act 612 and section 60 of the Bank of Ghana Amendment Act 2016, Act 918. In fact, the governor breached the laws of the central bank, which calls for urgent action against the governor of the central bank. An estimated 850,000 people were further reported by the World Bank recently that they have this singular act of the Bank of Ghana has pushed them down the poverty line as a result of the hyperinflation that the central bank caused in the year 2022. Clearly, there's blood on the hands of the governor of the central bank and his deputies. 
It is now obvious that many more members of the Ekufuado Dr. Bawumia government will likely be keeping several more millions of dollars in their bedrooms and building a war chest to illegally buy electoral votes at both party primaries and the upcoming general elections in the year 2024. We will not be surprised that if members of the economic management team involved in this contest makes a strong showing, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Because clearly, everything shows that maybe uh, it's not only Madam Cecilia Dapa who has kept some money in her bedrooms. We in the NDC will continue to explore ways of rescuing this country to prevent it from the doom that has befallen several West African countries. Well, we've been hearing from uh, the Bank of Ghana uh, in the last uh, few days on some of the key issues uh, that we've heard. Uh, on the back of that uh, report that showed that indeed the Bank of Ghana was in significant uh, financial uh, challenge, many have said they are actually broke. Well, the Bank of Ghana has explained that they are really not to blame for the huge losses that they suffered. Listen to Dr. Philip Abredu Otu, who says you should blame largely the domestic debt exchange yes but if you look at the numbers um you'd clearly recognize that close to 90 percent of that loss of 60.8 billion was as a result of the domestic debt exchange um it's purely a domestic debt exchange impact that has run through our balance sheet that has created this whole of 60.8 billion. Um, there were three, three key items, uh, if you'd permit me to explain. Um, so as a result of the domestic debt exchange, um, we had a 50% principal haircut uh, on, on our non-marketable instruments. Uh, and that there is Dr. Philippe Abredo. I want to bring in the minority ranking member on the Finance Committee in Parliament. Dr. Isaac Adongo joins us right now. Mr. Adongo, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Yeah, thank you very much, Ivan, for having me. You, you just had that, the, uh, the Director of Research at the Bank of Ghana say that this is, quote, purely a domestic debt exchange impact. Isn't that what it is? Well, fact, that is really what makes it criminal. You know, it is easy to blame everybody else. How did you get involved in a domestic debt exchange when there are rules limiting how much you can give to government? So you run into a problem because you ignored your law, you violated your law, you printed money, you kept denying it, and then your auditors come to say, indeed, you have given $80 billion CDs to government completely against your law. And now you are saying that you have bent your fingers by violating your law. If you have not given $80 billion to government, would you bother whether there is a debt exchange program or not? You wouldn't bother. The second one is that, why is it that nobody suffered a haircut on its principal, but you did? Throughout the debt exchange program, did anybody suffer any losses on its capital or principal? It was on only the, 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 the coupons. But 
principles remain intact. So how come you became a Father Christmas? Because they had to save the entire financial sector from collapse. They, they have actually this. collapsed the financial sector. They became Listen the shock, to me. Became the shock to me. For it is not their responsibility to manage the fiscal. The man who manages the fiscal and was being ruled by the Fiscal Responsibility Act came to Parliament for a special dispensation to suspend the fiscal rules. You are not governed by that act. You are governed by the Bank of Ghana Act. You say you were helping that man who manages the fiscal to save the economy, violated your law, you were naked, he was covered. I mean, who does that? Really, who does that? That is why Parliament did not dissolve. We were not in a coup d'etat where you said there was no Parliament. Parliament had been... Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. In all these years. In fact, very minor issues have brought us from recall to parliament. He ignored all of that. The principle that he said he has cut, the right off. So, Evans, if tomorrow everybody is just to be writing off, okay, you just create assets on government, give it to your cronies and write it off. So you hear that Cocoa Board has written off, ECG written off, GMPC written off. Ghana water, written off. Everybody is to be writing off government funds. Where will we end up? That is why we have laws that says that when it comes to write off, which is 32 billion of what you have reported, you have to come under the Public Financial Management Act because you are a covered entity as defined by that act in section 102. And that under section 53 of that act, you cannot write it off or abandon a government claim or obligation without recourse to parliament. You have to answer question where you got that 32 billion, 80 billion to give to government. You have to tell us. You have to tell us what the 80 billion was used for, out of which you are writing off 32 billion. You have to tell us. You have to tell us what action, what decision went into that decision. Were you thinking that you can recover? Why did you accept? That haircut. You have to explain. Yeah, but, but Mr. And the law is that you must get approval. You see, what you are saying is simply saying that if I enter the supermarket and I'm hungry and I stole bread and you arrested me, I say, you know, if I hadn't stolen this bread, I would die. Who does that? But Mr. Dongo, in effect, you agree 
with the Bank of Ghana that this is not down to mismanagement as you allege in your press statement. I it don't agree. I've just explained to you the mismanagement. Well, it, it, is, it is mismanagement down, it is, down, is about respecting your law. Well, but they say, and to be more specific, that is down largely, and as you've explained there, to the haircut they got, the domestic debt exchange, that they say amounted to some 53.1 billion cities of the 60.8 that we saw. Significantly down to that, and the numbers prove it. Explaining to you that, so are you not saying that we should throw away our laws? Because he says so. Does the law not say that you cannot write off public funds? Has he come to parliament? What is the authority with which he wrote off 32 billion of government obligation? So you go and print money, give it to government, they share it among themselves, then you write it off. Is that what you do? Is that how you manage an economy? Please. He should stop the cook and boo story because the truth is that one, they violated the laws in printing and pumping money to the to the government against their own law. Two, they violated the law in writing of 32 billion without recourse to the Public Financial Management Act and without recourse to Parliament that has the right to pass a resolution with a simple majority to approve that. That is what it is. Any other explanation is a cock and bull story. But I wonder if that's the case and you're members of Parliament, why don't you use parliamentary authority to sanction him? The governor of the central bank. You are demanding his resignation. Why? Are you now? I mean, is the government bank bank of Ghana telling us the rule to use? There are several several methods. We have chosen our route. Yeah, but your your the important thing is that the man. You see, I'm surprised that Evans, you are not even seeing anything wrong with what he's doing. No, I'm just asking the questions. You you said no, but I'm also asking you. You are a Ghanaian. Yeah, I am. The laws are passed. Listen, the inflation is affecting me. But, 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 it is because but you, of this. You want to hold the interest rate that he recently increased by 30%. Is that effectively me? No, you want to hold him accountable. You've simply asked for him to resign. Meanwhile, you've said he's violated the law. You are members of parliament. You have the authority to haul him there and use the parliamentary authority to sanction him. You haven't done so. What would a simple call to him to resign do? If he chooses not to resign, then what? We have, there are several ways of killing a cat. But do you know that criminality... Doesn't expire at the right time. If he doesn't resign, he doesn't purge himself. He has several other breaches. This is just one. Several other violations of the law with impunity. At the right time, we will isolate and deal with them individually. But in the meantime, you're simply asking him to resign. In the meantime, this is the path we have taken. You and you, as a Ghanaian who is already suffering it, are to join us to get him to resign because the law protects him. You, you that is why we are asking you to join us to fight him to resign. Then at the right time, when we feel that we are really properly empowered, we will take the appropriate actions against him. You say, I expect you to be putting the questions of law to him. I expect you to be asking him, why is he writing off 32 billion against the law? He should show you the authority. With which he wrote off 32 billion. You say we are not bothered. We are not bothered about impairment. Those are accounting restatements that will reflect the true value on maturity. So we don't really worry because that is the RFIS nine standard. But write off, please. You can't just. That's a dream. You can't just write off a public fund or public asset without recourse to the law. You, you've told. And us. the law is quite clear. Come to Parliament and get a majority resolution to go and do that. You can't sit in your office and write off public funds. Then everybody will be writing off. You just create money, give it to your friends, and write off. 
Yeah, you've said that if he doesn't resign, you will occupy the central bank. Is that even realistic? I mean, we've sat in this country and had people bandy that word around, occupy that, occupy... Has it worked ever before? And you will leave your parliamentary duties and occupy, well, central bank for how long? Is that a realistic uh, approach to take? It's part of our parliamentary duty to protect the people of Ghana. Well, that is our parliamentary duty, well, to they, protect the people of Ghana. Uh, it's, a, it's the same minority that told us that uh, you will be boycotting the House and supporting your colleagues in court so far as they are in court. And just a two two weeks on, you made a significant U-turn. When, when we hear you make these bold pronouncements and we look at your record, we, we you, you cannot blame us if we doubt a bit. No, you need to ask him. Because the law is before you, and the law was passed for all of us, why do you not ask him, put the law to him? And you are taking this kind of book, book and book story, and you are even regurgitating it back to me. That he says, uh, domestic debt exchange program. If you, I didn't buy government debt, have I suffered any, any impairment? And you, the laws are quite clear that there's a limit to what you can do. You ignore the law and got your fingers bent. And you say that is the reason. When we were saying it here, was it, were they not writing long essays when I was writing to them and warning them? We were in this country. They were writing long essays, calling us, telling us it's overdraft. How come overdraft is now being restructured and written write off? So you should be asking him the right questions. You are not helping the matter. Well, Mr. Azul, because the you, law is with you, and I've quoted the law. Call him, eh? You, ask him. This is what the law is saying. Why have you disrespected you, the law? You charge the media to asking the right questions, but you are a member of parliament, a ranking member, clothed with legislative authority to haul the finance minister, haul the Bank of Ghana governor, and demand these answers. You haven't done so. And I'm explaining to you that how many times have I now written to the governor threatening before he came to parliament? But why must you and I'm explaining to you that to what we intend to do is part of our responsibility to call him to account. Hmm. Grateful. Uh, that is the ranking member on the finance committee in parliament, um, Isaac Adongo there, on the minority's decision tonight demanding, in fact, giving a 21-day ultimatum to the central bank governor and his two deputies to resign or face a series of political actions, including the occupation of the central bank until he's forced to give up that job, not only him, but his two deputies as well. I want to bring in Professor Lord Mensah. He's Associate Professor of Finance at the University of Ghana. Uh, Prof, you've seen the numbers. The numbers in this BOG audit and the report that we've been reading, the 60.8 billion CD loss. You've heard the minority. The call is he must resign. His two deputies must go. Based on what you've read, is that call justified? Yeah, it was good evening and good evening to our um, listeners. I mean, it is justified. I mean, finance, law, and economics, they go together. In fact, where laws does not work, you don't really see very good financial trends. Can you hear me, Evans? Loud and clear, sir. Right. So where laws does not work, you don't see very good financial trends, and you will not get very good economy. So from where I sit, it is a good call. Now, let's take, you know, the, 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 the guidance and the operations of the central bank. We know very well that the, I mean, when we talk about the autonomy of the central bank, it's paramount. And we have two types of autonomy that we're looking at here. We know the governance autonomy and then operational autonomy. 
For the governance, we know very well that it has been compromised for the stature of our constitution. Because it's the president that appoints, you know, the, the governor. And then to some extent, the deputies. So from that one, we have compromised it and we can say that. Yes. But the last straw that we're holding on was the operational autonomy, which I think the current, you know, governor and his team seem to overlook that. And I see an abuse of that autonomy. And I sense that um, as, a, as a central bank, you don't meddle in fiscal activities. You don't print money to finance government policies. No. Even when you the economy is in crisis and if you don't available do that. funds through the monetary structure. Yeah, I mean, but so my let's, prof. Let's take, let's but, take this scenario, Evans. My, my hold, prof. On, hold on. Let's take this scenario. We are looking at, uh, you know, a situation where you know, the, central, the, the government is saying that we owe banks, so we're going to restructure, you know, your debt by cutting down your coupons. In the same vein, you know, the central bank, which is supposed to channel money through the banks for, you know, economic activities, is also printing money for the, for the government. I mean, if you look at this and clearly you look at the economic, you know, principles behind it, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, but Prof, I was asking you, I mean, you say he, they cannot print, they cannot do what they've done, but you're saying that they, even, they, even, they, even, they. even when the, the entire financial sector is at risk, which is what the Bank of Ghana is explaining they, they were compelled to do, and so become the shock absorber for everybody else, you're saying they shouldn't still do that even when that is a risk they have to take? Very good question. You know, the Bank of Ghana must always ensure that it uses monetary channels to get things done. The monetary channels is always through the banks. Nowhere, nothing else, Bank of Ghana cannot say we are printing money for government to finance its deficit, and those monies will end up into maybe, um, I mean, social policies that the returns are not immediate. Do you know, as a bank, I'm talking about the Bank of Ghana, if you give money out, there should be a time point where you should expect the money back. After the money has operated in the economy for some time, there is a point where you must recoup the money back as a central bank. So for the central bank to print money and a point in time say we are waving off, you know, the, 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 the that money, it's quite, I mean, questionable. Okay. Prof, thank you very much. Professor Lord Mensah is Associate Professor of Finance at the University of Ghana. Where do you stand on this debate? Do you side with the minority uh, asking the governor of the central bank to resign or... You're with those who will say, well, as the Bank of Ghana itself has said, that this is really not their fault. Is this a result of the domestic debt exchange? Share with me your thoughts. 055 Hey, you ever buy credit?